Well, there are more than 400 recognised phobias and research suggests that around 15% of the Australian population will develop at least one during their lives. Whether it's flying spiders or small spaces or flying spiders in small spaces, why are some people more likely to succumb to irrational fears? And is there a cure from Sydney Phobia Clinic? Clinical psychologist Coria Ackland is here to break it all down for us. Morning, welcome to the show, Corrie. Thank you for having me, Can you Corrie. explain the difference between a fear and a phobia and why are some people more likely to develop one? Sure. So, I mean, when we're looking at a fear, we're seeing that that's quite an adaptive and a helpful response. It's really a mobilisation of our body's resources to help us in a real dangerous situation. Mm. But when we're looking at a phobia, what we're seeing is that that nice, normal fear response becomes associated with things that actually aren't dangerous or might not be happening at all. Right. So we get all of those physiological feelings to help us escape, but really there's no reason to escape. And mm. as far as that goes as well, we tend to worry a lot about these situations occurring out of proportion to the likelihood of these things happening as well. Okay, okay so can a phobia ever be cured or is it about just controlling it? So yeah, cure is one of these words we're really careful of because yeah. it has certain connotations. Really what we're looking at is certain fear learning that gets laid down and, and attached to these situations. And we can't erase learning from the brain, but what we can do is we can lay down new learning that mm -hmm. corrects that feared association. And as long as we continue to participate in our life in a way that what we call reinforces this new learning, the phobia is kind of as good as gone. But of course the learning isn't erased, so we can always go back into habits that reinforce that fear learning and we're gonna see that sort of freshen up. Okay. So in that way we might say it's not completely gone, but it depends on how we're living our life moving forward. All right, so if someone were to have an irrational fear of spiders, what can you do to help them overcome their arachnophobia? And it is virtual reality, we keep hearing about that in relation to phobias now. Yeah, so when it comes to arachnophobia, this is one of our more common animal phobias, um, there's a couple of things that we would do at the clinic, and that would include education to begin with, and then some anxiety management strategies. But then it's about breaking down, well, what are these behaviours that people are doing that are reinforcing this fear learning? And often that's avoidance. And then it's about helping them devise a program that allows them to practice, uh, you know, being better with spiders in various forms moving forward. And virtual reality helps us with that. So virtual reality is such an exciting thing that we add to the treatment mm. that basically allows us access to these environments that might be unpredictable or difficult to get access to in, in the real world. Okay, so it's mm. clients coming and putting on goggles and you don't drop them into like a pit of spiders or something. It's not as shocking no. as that, is it? Exactly. And you know, that would actually be warranting of the fear response, wouldn't it? Yes. So it's, in the, in the VR... Go running, out of, yes. running through your wall. It's also like a great, country, like, it's a great like that. idea for a reality <laughs> show. It is, it is, isn't it? So I actually think they do it on Big Brother, actually. I think they do oh, do yeah. something like that. Yes. They do play on a lot of fears in some of those shows, <laughs> don't they? Well, with COVID, it's COVID and, and now we're into flu mm. season and a lot of people have phobias of needles. Yeah. Um, what, do we, what do we do to help people around needles, for Look, example? It, it, it's a very similar process that we would go through and over the last couple of years we've seen a lot of clients coming in trying to get some good practice to put them in a good position to get the COVID vaccination yeah, um, and it is again about stepping up their practice in more easily and, and controllable situations so we might look at pictures yes we might jump into the, the virtual reality and practice getting vaccinations in VR um, all things that that increase their confidence and their management around going and getting the real vaccination. I have to lie down when I get a needle do you? Yeah. Mm. Or after a kebab. But both things, have, 
But borders are open, planes are back in the air. How hard can it be for people who, uh, to get over a fear mm. of flying? This is a big one. And again, over the last two years, while needle phobia has been high because of the vaccine, fear of flying has been low because yeah. travelling has been kind of off the cards. But we are seeing people come back in more and more to get some practice ahead of getting on a plane. And it is tricky because, again, access to those environments, uh, it's very, very hard. And by the time we're doing it in real life, it's the whole shebang that we have to do. We, again, we would practice that by visiting the airport without a flight, looking at planes in the sky, um, or doing virtual reality plane trips to get them prepared to do it in real life. Right. Okay, Corey, thank you so much. You're most welcome. A lot of people scared of a lot of things out there. Yeah. yeah, it can be debilitating for some people. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Nice You're to welcome. see you. Yeah.